We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's going on, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, along with my good buddy Dan. And Dan, once again, we are back here with another victory pod to talk about. Dude, it was almost prophesied. Prophesized. Prophesized? It was almost (laughs) prophesied. It was almost foretold last week. It was almost a nine-point week, my friend. It was almost... a crazy sweep of points and the month is just going to get better. Hopefully. I mean, it's a, uh, whoo, I don't know. Things are, things are crazy in the sporting uh, stratosphere. Life is weird. Things are crazy. We were one questionable Robert Volder challenge away from a perfect nine out of nine points in seven days. But uh, uh, are you defending that challenge? No. Oh, okay. You're saying he should not have done that. that yeah. I, like gotcha. I, he, he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Bad challenge. Right. Back so. to SKC2, you go. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk. Well, and, you know, we'll see Fonta subbed off at the hat. We'll, we'll talk about Vancouver, but we're going to talk about Dallas first. Um, but yeah, but first, it's our first uh, podcast in the month of June. So happy yes. Pride to all of our happy listeners. Uh, no matter who you are, you know, we appreciate you and thank you for, uh, for, you know, being a fan of this podcast. We appreciate it. I love you. it, bro. Thanks. Thanks to Sporting Kansas City for quietly having a Pride night. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> You know, they it's it was a whole uh, we're loud, we're proud, but not that loud. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they don't do that as well as the current do. I'll say that. No, oh, definitely not, dude. Current non pride nights are more prideful than sporting's pride night. Yeah. So, so not that we're comparing, but like it's it was, I don't know, they phoned it in. So, what are you they gonna did, do? But you know, it's what they do. So, but hey, we appreciate all of you. Thank you. Just wanted to shout it out and uh, and yeah, say, you know, we're glad you're here. Um, but let's, you know, how are you, how are you doing this week, Dan? I know it's, uh, you know, been a good week for, for sporting KC, but, uh, oh, you look good with talking, that little tattoo sleeve you got there. We're talking personal. We're, we're getting personal. I'm just checking in. Look at this. We're just checking in. We're just, we're just jabber John. Uh, you know, <laughs> things, 
It's Monday, dude. We we record on Mondays. Uh, I'm I'm Garfield, bro. Love lasagna, hate Mondays. Not a big fan of them. So, yeah. uh, although I'm the most productive on Mondays, do you feel that at work? Uh, it depends. I mean, this really? weekend was pretty pretty busy. Um, you know, that's it, true. You had a bunch of dead fish in Olathe to clean up. That yeah, thankfully I didn't have to clean it up myself, but that did <laughs> that's happen. True. You didn't have to put <laughs> the waders on and go fish, go net them out. <laughs> no, apparently, uh, as of Monday morning, it was quote pretty much back to normal. So I think the bald eagles that nest out there had uh, quite the feast over the weekend. <laughs> you got eagles out there, man. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What's uh. Yeah, I mean, if you guys didn't know, Olathe had a little, uh, little dead fish situation out there, and Jimmy happens to, yeah, right. I didn't say anybody killed these fish. I mean, (laughs) it was a natural, it was a natural fish exodus. Is exodus a a word for that describes that? A plague. Plague. What is exodus? Well, exodus would be if they all left the lake, but they were not yet dead. (laughs) They they were just like, we're out of here. Exactly. Uh, gotcha yeah no so i'm glad that's done but uh yeah it was fun not yeah, man but you you went to a a, a concert because you, you have yet to grow up uh well, you went no i very much grew up because instead of being down in the mosh pit i had my ass <laughs> up in the balcony in a seat and i didn't go buy a beer at the bar i went and bought a water bottle because i was like it is hot i need to be prepared and hydrated and not pass out in this concert okay. you're so, an adult now and, congratulations and I wore earplugs. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Well, you are definitely an adult. Uh, dare I? <laughs> dare I say senior citizen discount? Uh, yeah. I bought special <laughs> high fidelity earplugs so I could continue to hear well, but just at a lower volume. Hey, earplugs are where it's at, though, man. That it's important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm not a I'm not ashamed to. Uh, I don't wear them, but if I were to wear them, I don't think it'd be a shame to take care of your freaking ears. No, even at like good. sporting events, dude. Right. Well, and this was a pop punk concert. It was all time low. I liked them for a long time, but yeah. I mean, even the Midland, it's where it was. They blast yeah. that music real oh, loud. And, sure. and I, I put it in and I took them out just to hear. And I was like, absolutely not. They're going right back in. Cause it was yeah. ear splitting. So. That's where you love. You got to really appreciate an outdoor concert for those reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of shows over at Grinders in KC. That's Great. a pretty cool time. But like, dude, in I've been in places, I've been in the Midland, but I've been in other indoor venues. Yeah. And I just walk out of there hearing just freaking like thing. can't hear a damn thing. And that no. not to freak you out, that never heals. Ear damage just gets progressively additive over time. It gets worse well, and mean, worse and worse. So I don't I don't hear it anymore. So I mean, I feel I like, know, but whatever it was causing it, it just builds on itself over time. Yeah, but I'm pretty strong, you know. Like, <laughs> but I'm a dude. <laughs> I did not so. say that. <laughs> I'm a man, dude. I can take it. <laughs> uh, but no, it was a good time. But hey, I did get back in time to watch uh, Robert Volder and his unfortunate challenge. So when did you get back? I, I got back right when uh, I was excited for eight minutes of first half stoppage time. Yeah, because I was. Marissa's like, we got eight minutes. I was you're at like, the current game. Yeah, we're driving back, and I was like, we'll be home in 15. And so we made <laughs> the second half. No, I got back in like the 74th minute, and I turned it on. And I was following, but I turned it on, and then I went back and watched the whole thing, uh, obviously, before this. But Same. yeah, it, it's uh, but let's let's start with the Dallas game because the Dallas game, Man, it was a big one. That game. We hadn't beat Dallas at home in the regular season since like 2017 or something yeah. like that. It was, we hadn't beat Dallas in the regular season since I want to say 20, more than two years. I don't remember exactly, but at home, it was since 2017. 
I was so. nervous about this game because Dallas has been consistently controlling on the field. They've been uh, consistently good. They've yeah. had come from behind victories and draws. And I, I just, I did not see us getting out of here with three points, man. I was a little nervous about it. Well, the good news was they were very injured. They didn't have Sebastian Legette. They didn't have Paxton Pomacall. They didn't have Paul Ariola. Uh, they did have Jesus Ferreira, who has like eight of, or at this point, it was at, uh, leading into the game, it was like eight of their 15 goals were from Jesus Ferreira. He's so fast. He's very fast. And uh, there was a stat that uh, Sporting put out in their pregame notes that they sent to media where it was like over the past uh, two seasons, uh, FC Dallas is 15 1 and 2 when Jesus Ferreira scores. Their only loss was to LAFC. Wow. So it was basically stop Jesus and you can stop FC Dallas. But if he gets on the score sheet, it pretty much means that they must be doing well. Uh, yeah. Turns out he did get on the score sheet. It was just far too late for FC Dallas. True, but, man. It, it was, uh, gosh, I'm, I, I was so excited to watch that live. I mean, it was so fun, uh, mainly because all my expectations were just uh, uh, improved upon. Yes. I just, I was very kind of down going into it, but uh, you knew if we got through this week, man, this three games in seven days, mm -hmm. you're going to get a little break. I say break as in you're not going to play a <laughs> midweek game. Sure. Well, but I mean, this was like psychologically, I think there was something about winning this Dallas game that, you know, we had talked about before the game started that if it were up to me, I would prioritize the Dallas game over the Vancouver game because it's a home game. You know, I I trust Dallas to be a better team down the stretch than Vancouver. So I thought it was a bigger uh, opportunity to get points there. But also, we didn't really talk about this last week. I do think there's something psychologically. That was the game, the last day of the month of May. And mm -hmm. you had played so well. You were 3-1-1 one, and one at that point going into that game. Finishing out May strong and ending 4-1-1, one, and one, I think is, is a huge milestone, especially for a team that, didn't win their first 10 games to have such a stark turnaround over the course of May um, and then continue getting what I would say is a good result, which again, we'll talk about after we talk about the Dallas game, yeah. but a, a point on the road against Vancouver. It's a sure. good result. Dude, so. February had one game, you know, but right. no wins. Right. March, nothing. Right. April, zero wins. No. And May was like, we got to do something here. <laughs> and and they they did they finally have kicked it into gear and they're now exciting me and mm -hmm. i'm so like oh my god i'm so 100 percent in on this team and i'm trying not to be like overreactionary but it's like there's quality dude and mm -hmm. daniel shallowy apparently only scores against fc dallas or always Oof. scores against fc dallas yes just the goals he's scoring are so confident dare yes. i say a little cocky Yes. And he just, uh, uh, I mean, he is, is the one the team. who he did the no look for me, no goal and the playoffs yeah. the one time. I mean, he, he, he's got a little bit of swagger to him. This is the team that needs to keep riding out because the next five games, four of them are at home, but mm -hmm. the next five games are super winnable, dude. I'm saying like clean sweep, 15 points. Ooh, Do you boy. know what that does to you in the standings? <laughs> oh boy. Could you imagine? I mean, yeah, that would throw you right on up there near, uh, you know, the upper portion of, of the Western Conference standing. It would be insane. Can <laughs> uh, you imagine? I mean, there are some good teams coming up and there are some struggling teams coming up there. You know, we got uh, Austin at home on, on Saturday night. We're going to talk about that. Austin's struggling. I saw tweets questioning whether Josh Wolf is the man for the job, which feels like this is a, you know, a cyclical thing with Austin fans. They're the Seriously. worst and then they're the best and then they're the worst again, you know. Um, LAFC at home, 
that's going to be a tough one, but not if they play like they did against uh, Leon in the Cha- uh, CONCACAF Champions League because they kind of got run off the field both games. That will be tough, but we have cut them at mm-hmm. their place. We mm-hmm. drew a little blood. We see that they're human and that we can play with them. Yeah. So I'm not all out on them. I know they're rough, and it's going to be hard. But then the games after that, Galaxy on the road. Galaxy, hot garbage right now. <laughs> Chicago Fire at home. Fire, hot garbage. Hot Vancouver garbage. at home. Vancouver is definitely beatable at home. Then we go on the road to Houston in July. That's yeah. That can be a, a tough one just because Houston always feels weird. Uh, Salt Lake at home, Austin on the road. I mean, June and July are massive months to get points. And then there's only one game in August anyway. So right. it's, it's massive. These next two months, th- this, these next, let's see, it's eight games. This is the season. This is the season. It is. It is. And it just, uh, uh, I'll tell you what sucks is that we're still having injuries. What the hell happened to Andre Ufantas? What the hell is happening with Johnny Russell? Uh, Remy Voltaire's finally getting back, back okay. into it, whatever he had going on. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's scary. You got Robert Volder in there playing and, and giving away penalties. Well, yes. Well, <laughs> we keep talking about that one. But let, again, the Dallas game, before we jump to Vancouver, Marina Janice, he started for, for Johnny Russell, and he looked great against FC Dallas. He, he was all over the field, and, and fast. He, he's very fast. Uh, very good technically on the ball. And, and he's been getting better at defense, which is why he didn't play much last year. He's starting to look like... I don't know if I would trust him over the course of the year as a consistent starter, but he's the type of guy who, if he steps in and needs to start for three, four weeks because Johnny Russell's injured, I trust it. Or, more importantly, if Johnny Russell's here and you need a guy to come off the bench and create a spark in the 65th, the 70th minute, you bring on Janice, he's going to be running his little ass all over the field and tiring out the defenders. So That's insane, man. He's so... He's so quick out there, and his his first touch is golden. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything about Marinos over there is uh, it's quality, and I, I don't. I mean, it's like I trust him to be a starter, but then there's like something else that's like I don't know. I don't know he's, how much trust I have. He's still young. I mean, he's like what twenty two years old, I think, at most. He's a U twenty two player, so he's you know, and this is his second year with the club, so he's he's progressing. I would say. Sure. Um, yeah. he's very talented. I wouldn't be surprised if he continued on this trajectory. If a couple years from now, if he was still with the club, he was drawing interest from, from smaller European sides. If he continued to progress just because he'll be 23, 24, that potential. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, this was a really good lineup to throw out there. All things considered the midfield of Gadi Kinda, Eric Tommy and Nemanja Radoya. I mean, when you can have a player of Remy Voltaire's quality injured and you can still throw out that caliber of midfield, that's the biggest difference for me in how the season started versus how it's going now is you have a confident quality midfield no matter the combination that you put out there to start a game. That's true, man. That's very true. Uh, Right back's been a lot of fun too. Uh, We don't know, like, is Jake Davis going to get a whole game or – are we going to see uh, someone else back there? Hell, mm-hmm. let's get let's get nuts and put Kyrie Shelton back there. We Woo! we don't know what's going on. <laughs> that was wild in, in the Dallas game. Um, and then obviously uh, Kendall McIntosh is still back there at, at goalkeeper. Some ups, some downs there. We'll, we'll talk about that um, a little bit. But I do want to go through uh, some of these goals that happened here in the FC Dallas game. Uh, but I think first we're going to take a little break. And then we're going to go through and uh, talk through all the scoring that happened in FC Dallas. So we'll be right back. 
Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right, man. We are back. Yeah, this... uh... This Dallas game, it, it was kind of wild from uh, a lot of reasons, not the least of which you mentioned <laughs> Kyrie Shelton came in and, and played right back for a period of time. Uh, and I guess that's the downside of subbing off a guy like Jake Davis at the half, trying to get Graham Zussi more minutes is if something happens to Zussi, like did happen. Yeah, There's no other depth there. So I hate that, man. I hated it. I I just, it's nice to see Zussi come in because, man, he, he – Provides a pretty good spark in there. He does. Uh, the man really helps in the attack and gets back when he needs to. And I just, you know, I didn't even see what happened to him. That he, he just is a hamstring deal. And, and I think non-contact, kinda, right? Yeah, I mean, he got pushed a little bit from behind on the foul that happened when he came out. But I don't think the foul is what caused the hamstring issue. I think he'd kind of tweaked it just slightly in the in the play right before it, and mm-hmm. then he got hit, and then he went down. And I mean, he grabbed his hamstring pretty immediately limped off and immediately limped into the locker room. So we know how this club has been dealing with hamstring injuries this year. They're being overly cautious. So it's probably a series of weeks that he's going to be out, especially at his age, but ah, it sucks. Just kind of sucks. sucks because he, he, uh, he comes back 
And it's like, oh, it's so great to see him getting healthy again. And then something else happens. Right. And you, dude, you know what that does to a person as well. Like, it's oh, yeah. mentally frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's like, gosh, I can't do anything right. Like, now I got to go through it all again because it's sure. not like it's not like he's just going to turn around and play next week. No. Well, and, you know, we know from talking to Graham and from talking to Peter that Graham has a regiment that he does to keep his body healthy. And Peter says his body type is very helpful because it, it keeps him from aging as much as, uh, maybe other people of his age would, but but like you said, just knowing that again, this this type of injury, it's it's a muscular injury, and it's going to take weeks. It's just knowing you don't have you know all the time in the world left in your career. You're in the twilight years of your career. I'm sure it's not great. Um, but this Dallas game, leading up to that, at least in the first half, Sporting KC, it took them a while to score, but they looked the stronger side. You know pretty early on in this game i would say they they pretty much dominated for the vast majority of the first half uh it, it came in the 41st minute when Gotti kinda finally got the ball into the back of the net but sporting kansas city had been attacking down the left side all night because in denbe and shallowy they oh, yeah. had this masterful pairing going on where i don't know what dallas was doing i think they had a, a academy kid who was making his debut at right back for them but and Dembe and Shallowy saw it, and they were overlapping all night, and that's exactly what happened again. Is and Dembe just hit Shallowy down, and and he had a wide open run uh, to the end line. Polito almost got on the end of this ball and scored. It trickled through to to Gattikinda, and he put it away. 42nd minute. You know, we didn't even uh, we we didn't even preface this with saying there was an hour lightning delay. There was. Uh, it never rained on us, Not. you know, but there was some lightning in the area. And uh, I was getting kind of worried. I was like, man, we got we got pretty good momentum coming into this game. Uh, and a weather delay can absolutely crush that. Mm-hmm. You know, your excitement's buzzing. You know, are they going to have to come warm, warm up again? Uh, but they, they did not really have to come warm up again. Well, no, they did, didn't they? They, they did a 15 minute around for a bit. Up. They did the, the anthem because they hadn't done the anthem yet, which I wasn't right. sure how they were going to do that. But they did the anthem. And, yeah, it was about an hour. And it sucked because there's an eight-mile radius if there's lightning within eight miles of the stadium, uh, uh, then you have to delay it at least 30 minutes. And lightning struck like just inside that eight mile radius. Really? So, yeah. Um, they were coming, was, dude. They were marching out on the field, ready to do the anthem. And then they were like, seek shelter. And it's like, right. no no one ever seeks shelter, by the way. Have you noticed that? Right. They're like, go to the concourse. And everyone's like, now nah, stay in my seat and get well, it lightning. It got dark right. for a minute, but then right as they were about to kick off again, you could see over the cauldron, there were lightning bolts. Fl- and I was like, please, God, no. And weatherman Daniel Sperry pulls up the radar and you could see that the lightning struck at like 8.3 miles away. It was oh just inside that radius. That's amazing. Because, you know, when you come from a little bit out of town, uh, such as you and I do, uh, it's a little bit of a drive. How much is it a drive for you? I mean, 40 minutes. It's close to an hour at times. Yeah. Is it really? I mean, if there's a little traffic, yeah, it's close to an hour. You drive further than I do sometimes. And that's kind of wild. Well, longer, <laughs> probably not further mileage wise. Right. But, uh, but that, that being said, you start having these conversations as fans like, okay, it's a weeknight. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be better on a Saturday, mm-hmm. you know, with nothing to do in the morning. So like, what's that, what's that cutoff? How long does a delay need to be for us to go home and watch it on TV? Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's something that um, it sucked as it was happening. Yeah, good news was could have been worse. It could have been worse. Uh, the the SKC media people seemed pretty confident pretty early that at eight thirty, that's the time we're gonna restart. And I think it ended up being like eight thirty five. So oh yeah, it was it was pretty good. 
but wasn't uh, even a full hour delay. It was like 56 minutes. Right. Um, 1-0 at the half against FC Dallas. Feeling good, but also kind of at least I was feeling like, okay, uh, you probably need to get at least another goal because I'm not going to be comfortable with a one nothing lead going in, you know, to the wee final minutes of this game. Agreed. Not when you got uh, Jesus Ferreira up there, right? Being all speedy, it's like we got to get <laughs> we got to get another one, dude. And by sure. all means, they're attacking towards my half. I, I said on the south side area, right? And that ball was over in our corner, right in front of us all night because they yeah. kept playing through Daniel. That left side, they kept yeah. doing it. Um, and Denbe had a very good night. Uh, he came off. I think Leibold played a little bit too. What was interesting is Shallowy, he's got at this point 11 goals against FC Dallas since he signed for Sporting Kansas City in 2016. The next highest player has six. So he's almost doubled up the second player uh, for most goals against the against FC Dallas in that time. He gets the ball out to the left side outside the box. Keenda sends it to him. And this, I think, is a product of him just toasting the right back all night because he gets so much space inside the box that he's like, I'm just going to take it. And in the 60th minute, sure enough, Daniel Shallowy, he squares up the shot. He fires it on frame, and he curls that thing just past Jimmy Marr into the, the far uh, outside post. And 2-0, Sporting KC in the 60th minute. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. I, the way <laughs> Shallowy just can take one little touch and just curl it in there through traffic and stuff. Right. I'm like, how? People don't make that shot, dude. The percentage is, <laughs> chance is not high. It's it's wild. I mean, the skill he can display sometimes, and that's why he can be such a frustrating player too. When he has yeah. the confidence and he's in form, I mean, he's one of the most dangerous wingers in the, in the league. Man, he really is. Uh, when he's on too, people now want to talk about him. People now want to speak his name. But when he's doing bad, man, oh man, do people love to hate on this dude. Oof. Thinking we should have moved on from him and stuff. And it's like, newsflash, Daniel Shallowy is still quality. He's quality. He's good. And honestly, I mean, he's turning turning into, I would say, quite a leader on the team. I mean, oh, he's Daniel's, one of those guys. Dude, Daniels are leaders, bro. Like, we, that's what we do. <laughs> I know this. Daniels are leaders. Uh, he, I mean, in the locker room, he's one of the people that uh, the, the members of the media want to talk to after losses. He's one of the people, obviously, after a performance like this that he wants to talk to. Um you know, he, he's a good guy to have. So he's seen quite a bit. He understands for me. I mean, he and Vermees can communicate in Hungarian on the field for Christ's sake. So pretty wild. It's pretty crazy. Um, and then, yeah, they pulled one back in uh, the, the 90th plus one minute. Enough um, to scare the shit out of you. If you left early, which a lot of people were leaving early. Yeah, this was kind of a weird one. I mean, this was a little bit on Kyrie Shelton, who, like I said, I thought he did very well at right back for being thrown in there in an emergency situation. And when we talked to him after the game, he hadn't played defense since he was literally five years old. So <laughs> it's like, oh, here, go help guard Jesus Ferreira. And you haven't played yeah. defense since you're five. How am I going to score from here? I'm a scorer. Oh, I don't score. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> but he used his body well. He had a couple of slide yeah. cha sliding challenges and clearances that I thought he did a very good job with. This one, it was a combination of, of him playing uh, sort of a counter wrong, Castellanos, getting it totally wrong. And then Kendall McIntosh probably getting it the most wrong of the three of them. McIntosh came out to try to challenge Ferreira uh, in the box. He doesn't really grab the ball. He doesn't really do anything. He kind of tries to shield Ferreira who just goes around him and then chips the ball into an open net. And I like sucks. how someone asked Kendall about that decision. 
And I'm just like, oh, why would you ask him? I don't remember who asked him. Was it you? I don't think it was me. It might have been Sperry. Okay. It was somebody, but he was like, I'm an aggressive goalkeeper. Yeah. He goes, I mean, I, I made a decision and it didn't work out this time. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It would, some of these questions, I just kind of wonder, like, what are we searching for? What's I, well, he going to say? I, I well, I mean, he could say, yeah, I probably made a mistake there. I came out, I was aggressive, but I probably made the wrong decision. Tim would have. Yeah, I mean, confidence though, bro. You got to be confident in yourself. Sure. Uh, you got to shoot big. You but know, that's. Uh, I would argue that's the problem. Is he wasn't confident in his decision. He came out there and then he got scared of mm-hmm. committing a penalty. And so instead, if you're going to go out there, you better go out there. You better slide and you better grab that ball and you better Bro. do it with confidence. And he didn't do it. It's like, it's, it's like, a, a <laughs> it's like a street light turning yellow. And it's like, if you, if you even you push the brake, you got to break, you got to <laughs> right. stop. If you even hesitate. So uh, I do want to mention something real fast since we're talking Macintosh, Andrew McPherson sent mm-hmm. us an email. Yes. Um, he, he said, what's first of all, Andrew, love you too, buddy. Thank you for the shout out. Uh, very nice words from you. Uh, said, what is going on with Pulse Camp? Why do you think he isn't playing? McIntosh is okay. Uh, great guy. I love the story of zero starts until here and all that. Plus, I always appreciate when soccer players look like linebackers instead of meerkats. <laughs> but he isn't amazing and he isn't the future. So yeah. why is Pulse Camp on the bench? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we don't see in training. Um, only Peter knows the answer to this. Yeah. However... Are we getting results? Then I'm not even mad about it. Like, how can you even say McIntosh isn't the guy right now because we're getting results with him? Yeah, but he almost cost us the result in Vancouver. Almost. I don't care. Almost. <sighs> that that what, was bad. What you, wait, hold on. He at the very end of the game, us? he gave the ball directly to the Vancouver striker. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the very end of the game. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't happen. I mean, almost is almost it. right. As long but as he, it's still going well. Yeah. He's good for one or two errors per game, or I'm sure. like, oh no. Well, then he need, he'll clean it up and maybe stop doing those things. Here's the argument for Pulse Camp. Pulse Camp's not injured, as far as we know. No, There's he's nothing on the bench. going on with Pulse Camp. He's on the bench. Um, I've talked to a couple of people trying to get theories, and 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 nobody's really sure. Um, there's theories that Peter might just be trying to light a fire under Pulse Camp and say, hey, if you want to be the guy of the future, you got to show it and take command of this in training. Otherwise, you know. There, there's not a huge difference in quality between Pulse Camp and and, and Macintosh. I, I would say, yeah, Pulse Camp is younger. He does make some mistakes at times, and and you can excuse the mistakes by saying he's younger. Uh, but I guess it really just depends if Peter thinks Pulse Camp may be the guy going forward. I'd like to see him get more minutes, but I don't know. At some point, yeah. Macintosh is going to make a mistake, and I think it's going to cost us a result. Well, shout out to Andrew McPherson for sending that in. I mean, it's a good, yeah, uh, good topic. Sure. And I know a lot of people are thinking the same thing. And uh, Andrew's actually been listening to us since 2018, man. So almost uh, a, a, an OG. So appreciate yeah. that. That's been a, that's a long time. It is. It is. Um, so 2-1 against Dallas. Great way to finish the month of May. 4-1-1. Uh, at that point, you were two or three points off a playoff spot. Um, and then you go into the, the weekend against Vancouver, I was actually surprised when I saw the lineup that Sporting put out against Vancouver because I thought there might be more rotation. There wasn't. But he's like, there, we're good to go. The only difference was Remy Voltaire yeah. uh, started uh, in place of Gadi Kinda, and then Castellanos started in place of Danny Rosero, who he traveled with the team but seemed like a, a last-minute scratch. 
Also interesting, I heard on the broadcast that they got in like super delayed the night Mm -hmm. before the game. So very late night. Um, You know, we all know flying can, you know, swell you up a little bit, uh, can kind of take a toll on you. I I don't know. These professional athletes, they probably have ways to deal with it and everything like that. But uh, I can't help but think how everything kind of plays a factor in it. It must not have been too bad because Peter's like, everybody's playing again. Right. All right. And, and hey, you know, they they looked pretty solid if you look at, you know, sort of the stats. It wasn't an overly offensive game. I think, what, there was two shots on target for Sporting KC, five off target. So um, 12 shots total. Some of those were blocked, only, only two on goal. Um, from an XG standpoint, Sporting Kansas City had 0.9 XG, Vancouver 1.2, but, of course, nearly – two thirds of that was from the penalty because I think a penalty is uh, 0.8 XG. Um, but, you know, I look at this lineup and I'm thinking, okay, I, f- I feel pretty confident that this lineup can get a result. And in the 20th minute, it came off of a set piece. And this is something we haven't seen a ton of is a set piece goal. And my goodness, this looping header from Alan Polito as he's facing away and he just gets his head underneath it, loops it over a defender, over the goalkeeper, goalkeeper and inside the far post gorgeous dude it was a our wednesday game real fast was a relatively clean game by the way Mm -hmm. with like two yellow cards there were seven yellow cards in this game (laughs) seven this vancouver game got a little chippy it did alan polito coming in hot scoring at the place where he scored his first mls goal yep uh i don't know man he just he, he that that header though come on that header is uh he just had to get ahead on it and and you know, it's not like he meant to put it there. It was just, it happened to make the goalkeeper look a little doofy. And yeah, it is what it is. You'll take it. You, you'll, you will take it. Um, but, and yeah, but it, it was, it was skill to be able to do that still. Um, things almost went off the rails just three minutes later because Vancouver actually put the ball in the back of the net and it was a call to goal initially, I believe. Right. Um, but then they decided that there was interference from the Vancouver player. Uh, so, Wait, is that the what they said? Yeah, I think so. They never like specified. They never specified that. It was defensive interference because they didn't say that on the broadcast, right? Well, Christina Uncle, who is a one of the referees, said that that's what um, she saw on the on the replay. So whether it was uh, defensive interference or offside, when did you talk to the referee, Christina Uncle? She tweeted it. She tweeted it. Okay, yeah. so it was on the tweets I, on the on the screen. The two idiots broadcasting were just like, I don't know. Must be offsides, I guess. Doesn't look offsides to me. What? Go get an answer, bro. Go freaking radio in yeah. and get a response. I think what Christina Uncle said is she thought she saw defensive interference and it was either not even against McIntosh, but against Robert Castellanos, the defender, where the the, the White Caps player uh, interfered with his ability to defend adequately against the, the shot. So, all right. Listen, I'll, all due respect. To our good friend Nate Bucati, who's doing Apple broadcasting. He wasn't doing this one. He wasn't doing this one. But some of these Apple broadcasters, man, got me grinding my gears, dude. Just yeah. really pretty upset about it. Yeah, it can be tough, especially when they don't know the names of the players or they don't know the storylines or they don't it, know the names. Yeah. They're saying the names completely wrong. I'm like, you have <laughs> you probably had a whole flight to prepare to just start going that. through the roster. Yeah. More than that, you had a whole week. Yeah. Your assignments probably come a week at a time or more. 
Yeah. And and it's like, I don't know. I'll never understand, dude, because I'm in this. I I I host a freaking podcast, okay? And I work so <laughs> freaking hard. I'm not making I'm not making money here. Not yeah. much. I mean, and I want to say names correctly. I don't have a ton of room to talk because I said Mark Anthony K's name wrong for like four years. Yeah, no, on this and, podcast, and I I ended up <laughs> correcting you eventually. I was like, I don't think that's it. But yeah. like, that's what you do, man. You put in a little freaking effort and these right. guys are actually getting paid and not putting in any effort. So basically you and I should be broadcasting games. Apple, where you at? Where you at, Apple? Let us know. Dollar, dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> you got Kevin show out there doing uh, soccer tournament stuff with Jimmy Conrad and, and Demarcus Beasley. So Apple, let's go higher up. Is, is that what's happening? Well, whatever. Give the man another free jersey for talking shit. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Apple, while you're at it, give us one of those $3,500 augmented reality headsets you, you just released today. Yeah. Did you is see that this? All? I did. You know, that's one of those Bro. things where 10 years we're going to look back and be like, people wore that? I exactly. Think it's huge. $3,500? Hold on. That is, you know how many house payments that is? <laughs> many. Yes. So, um, but back to the Vancouver game. Okay, 1-0. We get a little lucky. It's up to half. I tune in at the 75th minute live, and I'm like, okay, last 15 minutes. This is a tough place to get a, oh, a win. Get out, baby. I start feeling it. I'm tasting what? it. What I'm like, tasting? this is the win, the victory. Oh, okay. It's going to be a double victory pot. We're going to come yeah. out of here with three full points, nine out of nine. Volader, bad, bad, going away from goal, deep in the penalty box, didn't have to do it. Could have just ushered the ball to the end line. Nope, he tries to do the, the hero tackle. And uh, at first I said no penalty. I thought it was a dive. Um, it or that like he got, got ball at first. enough of the ball. Which isn't a get out of jail free card, but I thought it was right. good enough. And then you look at, I, I saw the replay. I was like, nah, that's a penalty. No ball, zero yeah. ball. He was just like, let me show you why I play for SKC too. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, unfortunately, I didn't have a great feeling about Macintosh. Uh, if it was Melia, I'd be like, okay, it's a coin flip. Macintosh, he seems like he's gone the wrong way every single time he's faced a penalty. Yeah. And you gotta uh, expect those to get scored. Every time, like when there's a penalty, don't expect them to be saved because it's a scorable goal all the time. Just yeah. be excited if it does get saved. So I was, I was just like, the great. Scores. they're going to tie this up. Hopefully we can get a draw. It freaking sucks because it's that last minute dagger, dude, with mm -hmm. like five minutes left. You almost had, you almost had a, you were in the playoffs. That, that result would have popped you right into the playoff. Conversation. It would have put you level on points with the, the, the last team in the playoffs. You're Unbelievable. This team's so. getting exciting, bro. And they, they were they were devastated, man. Peter was like, "Well, I think we should have gotten all three points." Yeah, well, Peter, we all do. And they almost stole it in the 92nd minute. Daniel Shallow he crosses the ball to Gadikinda, and he has a wide open header, and he gets pushed a little bit in the back. Probably not enough for a penalty, not and enough. he just sends it just wide. That could have been that could have been a win right there. That he, dude, his head was there. He was on goal. He could have snuck that in. I don't know. It's a very athletic situation. Yeah, but then literally 10 seconds before the 97th minute and seven minutes of stoppage time when Castellanos passes it back to McIntosh and he just sends it immediately back to a Vancouver uh, midfielder. And fortunately, Vancouver um, couldn't get a shot on frame. He puts the, the, the uh, Deber for Vancouver, who ended up taking the shot, almost put it right into the top portion of the net and it would have been, uh, unfortunately, a full victory for vancouver it went inches above that top bar yeah it was scary yeah it was it's uh whoo would have broke my broke my heart man but hey 
if you look at this and don't don't think like, oh, we would have won, we should have won, we could have won. We still drew on the road, and that's yes. all you can ask for in a in a game a week of seven days. Yes, we won both home games, yes. and we drew an away game, and that is all you can ask for. If you would have told me before that seven game or seven day stretch, seven out of nine points, ten out of ten times, I take that. Yeah, bro, hundred percent. And now you got four of your next five at home, dude. If you can take, if you can win three of those and draw one, like that'd be. That'd be crazy. I I'll get too excited. I need to relax. Well, yeah, we're kick, gonna, kick us the break. I'm out. I'm out we're, of here. We're, we're gonna talk about the games coming up here uh, just after this upcoming break, but we're gonna take that break right now, and then we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. All right, y'all. We are back, oh, and dude. it is Austin week, which we have a little bit of history with the Austin fans. It's, it's well, died down don't. a little bit because stopped engaging. Yeah, but... you got you can't engage. I know. Uh, <laughs> you know, you like a good battle of words because you're good at it. Uh, I, I just I just don't do it because I'm about to like you know I'll get mean, I'll get rude. I'll get uh, but you get you fight smart. I fight dirty, and yeah. so I had to you know can't let those guys piss you off. Yeah, well, Austin fans are, are a little big for their britches still, I would say. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they had a really good year last year. They overperformed in just about every metric that they could. And if you look at St. Louis, that's exactly what's happening to St. Louis this year, overperforming again. Uh, but but Austin, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, the, if you look at expected goal differential, they're overperforming by almost uh, 1.25 goals per game. Oh. That's unsustainable. Okay. All right. So, you Fair know. Enough. It, it, clearly they're they're a solid team they're better than everybody thought but they're not as good as they are. the results are showing gotcha. uh, austin did that last year and they were able to sustain it for most of the year and it has regressed this year and it has regressed hard if you look at the conference standings right now uh in the west austin is an eighth uh, they're just two points above us right now so this is again this is a big game austin just lost to salt lake last week so now they're coming to children's mercy park on saturday night and Austin fans are already kind of calling for Josh Wolf's job again. They did the first year. Then last year they thought he revolutionized the league. And this year they're back on <laughs> his job. So how are you feeling heading into uh, this Austin game? Unfortunately, I don't believe we've uh, beaten Austin the past three times we've played them. Well, how I'm feeling is you need to look at who's catching fire. Mm-hmm. You need to look at who's got that momentum, dude. That freight train hooked to them. Mm-hmm. And they're just riding this out. Uh, it's not Austin. It's, it's not. Sporting KC kind of mm-hmm. coming out of the cellar there. Now, slowly but surely, we're not down there with LA Galaxy. They're stink. They, they stink. They're poop. But we are. <laughs> <laughs> we are moving on up, dude. Yes. And it's uh, Jesus, dude. It's a uh, look at the points. Look at the points. Ooh. It's eighteen. The first spot out of the playoffs has eighteen. Mm-hmm. All right. So St. Louis has twenty-eight at the very top. So like. Yeah. It's not a huge, not a huge difference between all these teams. Yeah, I mean St. Louis, they're they're, they're averaging a wild, you know, two points per game. LAFC technically is even a little better at two point oh eight, but I mean, yeah, then it's it's pretty tough. We're four points off a of sixth place, and we're currently yeah. in twelfth. So there is some significant movement that can happen over the court, and we have uh, over the, the next however many games we play RSL, 
We play Austin. We play Vancouver. We play San Jose. We play. We just LAFC. beat Dallas. Um, we play LAFC, and of course the bottom Houston Dynamo the Galaxy. We play the Houston Dynamo. We play all of the teams in the next six spots above us, except for or seven spots above us, except for uh, Minnesota and Portland in the coming couple of months. You take those points from them. What can't they do? Climb. They can't go anywhere. That's science. Dude, <laughs> this is huge freaking time, dude. I'm, I've been so excited, man. These last few months have been such a dredge. Like, I love talking to you on here, but I have hated it. I've yeah. had no fun coming on here trying to find things to talk about, asking mm-hmm. you what kind of movies you've seen. Let's, <laughs> which, by the way, some good movies coming out. We'll talk. But this is, uh, it's now exciting again. It it's is. now exciting, and we are riding that wave, man. Absolutely. I'm feeling, maybe I shouldn't say it, because you're Kustradamus. You're the just one who... Just don't say shit. Okay, how are you feeling about we Saturday, know. then? I am feeling good. I, I was scared <laughs> at first to think that Johnny Russell is not, not around. Nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. Well, guess what? Johnny really wasn't scoring or assisting when he was playing. So, like, I'm not here saying that Johnny Russell's trash. I'm not. He's no. a quality player, but yes. like he wasn't doing numbers. Well, now he's out and we're still scoring goals. Mm-hmm. Daniel Shallow, he's hitting his form. Shit's going to get wild, man. You're going to get Chinese in there. He's going to put one away one of these days. Like, and I'm here for it. I'm we've, we've seen him do it for Cyprus with the national team where he just yeah. fires one from like 25 yards out. And you're like, where the hell did that come from? He's got a strong foot, man. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard Peter say that before that Marinos has a strong boot. Yeah. Um, but I, I think we can get this done. At home, people are fired up. People are coming to games now because mm-hmm. the team's a little more exciting. So they're actually like packing the stadium, which wasn't happening for a little bit. Right. Um, it's it's got me a little more excited to potentially attend a 9 p.m. Leagues Cup. Ooh, Leagues Cup against Chivas, who reportedly was trying to buy Alan Polito and sporting said two million dollars. Okay. Well, but, and Peter's no, really because Peter said there's been no conversations. Well, yeah, the the well, the report was Sporting KC put a two million dollar oh. price tag on him. Peter, Peter said, said there's been no. zero conversation, uh, and you know, well, the, he shut that down immediately. Like he interrupted, you know, that press conference he had before the Vancouver yeah. game where it was yeah, yeah. just Thad Bell and only Thad Bell. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, poor Thad. Was, poor Thad, just asking all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he did shut it down pretty quick. So, I, and I believe him, but I mean, I also believe that if Chivas were to come and say, "Okay, two million dollars," that Sporting would have to at least consider it, as much as it sucks, because, un, you know, unless Polito has committed to signing an extension with Sporting KC, which at this point has not happened, getting two million dollars for a player who could sign a pre-contract at any moment is yeah pretty good business. But I, I don't think it's going to happen because I think if that were to happen. That would essentially be Peter waving the white flag on this season, and he's not ready to do that. No way, dude. No way. And now Allen's getting a little confidence here. I mean, mm-hmm. he hasn't really been scoring, so to get that header is, uh, man, it's exciting. He I, he might score again against Austin. He could. Let's throw that out there. He could. So now we uh, we have an interesting uh, week coming up. We obviously don't have a midweek game, but uh, thank goodness, uh, rest it up. Yeah, Salt Lake. Um, they're playing the Galaxy. That could be a real ugly game, but Salt Lake's just above us in the table right now. Uh, Vancouver plays Montreal in a Canadian rivalry, and then LAFC plays Atlanta Wednesday night. So uh, interesting to see how those shake out. But then 
Houston plays LAFC, so somebody above us is going to probably drop points. Salt Lake plays New York City. San Jose plays Philadelphia. And Vancouver plays Cincinnati. So they're taking on some pretty good teams. If Cincinnati we can take care now? of Cincinnati is unbelievable. What's that about? I don't. They sold their souls to the devil. 12 wins, bro. 12. It's wild. It doesn't. I mean, look at their points per game. Last I looked at it, it was like 2.4. I mean, they're they're they've played sixteen games, and they have thirty nine points. So they have twelve yeah. wins, one loss, and three draws. They've scored twenty six goals, only allowed fifteen. They are I mean, uh, their defense is good, their offense is serviceable, and they've caught fire. Scary, man, kind of scary. I mean, the goal only person with a better goal differential though is St. Louis, who's just dropping dropping goals by the handful on people, <laughs> and they don't even have uh, Klaus, their striker, right now. Really? <laughs> oh, he he's been injured. So just to say, just... they have the best goal differential, man, but not the best points. That is that's wild, Cincinnati. Who are you? Yeah, they're they're good. So I mean, if we can take care of Austin, some of the teams above us are are very likely going to drop some points this week. So again, yeah. we could be in a situation where after this week, Sporting KC might be at or above that playoff line if they take care of business against Austin. But by all means, Vermees out. <laughs> so i haven't checked the reddit lately i don't know what's going on there don't go on there it's poison um we do have one more email that i want to shout out here but before we do that we did have a trade big time trade announced Mm, on monday heard about this sporting kansas city with nashville sc acquired two hundred and seventy thousand dollars in general allocation money for 2024 which is an interesting note it can't be used until next season so i initially missed that detail i was thinking maybe they had some move in mind for the summer transfer window coming up they do not know 2024 gam uh and they uh, gave up an international roster spot both this year and next year to nashville so Hmm. there's that now they do replenish the allocation money reserves which we don't know how much sporting has we never know but they can use that to buy down a player. They can use that to pay a player's salary if it's above the uh, budget charge, maximum budget charge next year. So gives them a little bit of roster flexibility. A little bit. But cool. Interesting stuff there. Sure is. So um, We did get one other email from Adam Fuller. He goes, I don't know if I'm more impressed by Vermees using subs uh, or by when he decided to use subs against FC Dallas. Maybe the schedule is another example of SKC's coach being forced into changing his ways. I don't know, but here's hoping the run continues. Uh, Do you think Peter thinks that Sperry is Sean Goodwin? He did make a joke that made it seem like he thought it was Sean Goodwin because yeah. Sean was the one who always asked about the subs. And yeah, Peter said something like, I know there's somebody in this room that didn't want to give me credit or whatever. But And Sperry's I'm, like, oh my God, I'm not he's like, even I'm like- not British and I'm not in Idaho. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I've never asked you this. <laughs> but he did make a joke about how he almost used four subs at one time, which would have probably been a record. Yeah, that would have blew my mind. So at one point, they were all up there, and then they called Kyrie back, which is probably a good thing because I ended up needing him at, right back later. So. Yeah, good point. It was, uh, dude, I'm enjoying seeing him sub. I like it. Yeah. You're getting other people in the game. Not only is it fresh legs, but it's uh, experience. Um, right. Especially, he's finding good times like towards the end of the game, like, okay, I need to make a defensive sub. Yeah. I need, we need to hold on to this lead. I think we're done chasing the game here, you know? Well, and I think some of, you know, you could blame Peter for the roster construction. He'd say, well, he's the one in charge of it, but I mean, he's starting to get some of his, you know, 
second string mid-level guys healthy or really it's the starters who are healthy so some of the guys who should be second string mid-level guys are now available off the bench who he trusts more than some of the real young academy guys who maybe aren't quite ready Mm -hmm. so you can bring in felipe hernandez off the bench you can bring in roger off the bench you could bring in graham off the bench or jake davis now off the bench johnny's off the bench when Kyrie off the bench when they're not being forced to start because all the starters are injured so exactly makes it easier i'm enjoying um, it he adam did go on he goes uh this is interesting if i could get a signature from anyone alive or not my answer might still be graham zussi a lot of ways my life is like his we were born in the same year and okay that's about it but still (laughs) so i appreciate that um but i thought that if you could get a a, an autograph from an skc player current or or past do you have an answer i'm putting you on the spot here but do you have an answer of, of somebody who you'd be like oh that's my favorite player that's somebody who i think i'd really appreciate getting like if i had their jersey getting it signed I can't really think about anything because, you know, they do season ticket autograph signings over the sure, summer. Sure. Um, so it makes it pretty easy. I do think that Adam mentioned something about potentially going to Miami. So he finished, he goes, you know, he's saying he's probably going to attend the away game in Miami, but he was wondering if it's better to, uh, if that might be a good opportunity for him to get the Jersey signed and just sort of what are some of the ways to do it? Let's do it. I'm, I'm going to Miami. Let's see if okay. we can uh, set something up. I don't. I don't know. I imagine one of the best ways is to uh, at the end of the game, maybe kind of mosey on down to where sure. they go in the locker room and and just yell for them to come over. Zeusy, please. You know, or if you please can get, goes a long way. Please does go a long way. And on the road, if you can, I don't know if he's already bought tickets or not, but I have seen if you're an away fan and you have tickets in the lower level and can get closer to the field. You've seen the players, they kind of walk around and do the thank you to the away fans. Um, if you're accessible and you hold up a, a Zussi shirt and, and you ask them to sign it, there, there's a decent chance they'll come do it. But you get, but they give SKC fans free away tickets. Well, then you, you know? gotta sneak your way down there. Uh, you're, you're saying shell out for like actual tickets, no matter what the price? You could, I don't know. I mean, if Messi's gonna be here, it's gonna be unreasonably high, more no. expensive than that Apple headset. I I have been looking at uh, uh, Austin tickets when we yeah, go down there. Be a fun place to go. They they're pretty proud of their prices right now. Um. Anyway, Adam, I think it's good quest. Maybe Kuz can help you. Kuz and Adam try to get a Zussi signature. So. Why not? That sounds sounds like a hell of a time. I think that's about all I have for this week. You got anything else? Oh man, not uh, not that I can think of. I think that uh, huge month coming up. Happy Pride Month! I hope they can uh, reward us all with some victories. It'll be it'll be fun for us, man, and and the fans. Well, thank you all so much for uh, sticking with us through the, that first part of the season. But uh, now we got victory pod after victory pod after victory pod. Let's keep it up next week. Hopefully, after we beat Austin FC, uh, make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at No Other Pod at Dan Kuzer, at JC Mac zero three. Leave us that five star rating and review. Check us out on YouTube, KCSN Soccer. You can check us out on the Kansas City Sports Network app. And uh, shoot us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Daniels are leaders, bro. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard.
You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.